Welcome to Hash Out, the official podcast of Hashtag Interactive. We are a digital marketing agency that's optimized for a digital-centric world, offering an integrated suite of digital solutions for real-world marketing situations. If you want to know more about us, check us out on facebook.com slash hashtag interactive, Instagram at hashtag underscore interactive, or via website at www.hashtag-interactive.com. Without further ado, enjoy the episode. Happy New Year, everybody! Happy Happy New Year! (laughs) Hello, everyone. We are on our first episode of Hash Out for 2021. Yay! Hello! Before we start with today's topic, I want to know how was your um, New Year's Eve celebration? Because mine was, I think, as with everybody else, it's kind of different this year but i want to know yours first okay ralph you go first well new year was fun uh pretty uneventful not like other new years because of the uh restrictions but we made up for it by eating lots and lots of food so that's what we did no fireworks not many decorations to stuff just me and the family all dining in about we I think we had two dinners prepared, so that was nice. Uh, we had crispy pata and spaghetti and Ew. chicken and a lot of stuff, other stuff. So wait, did I hear an ew? I know I said will. <laughs> oh, will. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, ice cream and pizza and all that stuff. So we like ate for two rounds. So that's how we celebrate the New Year. It's pretty nice since there was no smoke and the pets uh-huh. didn't get spooked. You know, like cats yeah. and dogs are pretty. Um, it's a pretty sad day for cats and dogs because they think the world is ending every year mm-hmm. on New Year. So it's was pretty nice. Uh, I also uh, I didn't get a picture of it, but uh, I made a small cake. Uh, wow. I made a small cake for my cat. Made of um, different types of tuna and stuff and cat food. Mm, so that was nice. So there weren't any like firecrackers around your neighborhood? Um, not around our neighborhood, but we can hear some dis- distant explosions. Mm, explosions. <laughs> yeah. And oddly enough, I did remember hearing one ambulance. What? I hope that was just for, I hope that was just for, uh, you know, just for noise. Yeah. For celebration purposes. Well, I just realized we hope that there weren't any as much injuries ah, um, yes. during. Yeah, but I don't know. I I can't Hopefully say not. because I haven't. I'm not really watching the news. But no fireworks there. In, uh, our... in Makati, it's uh. yeah. In, in Makati, it's very hard to get fireworks since they banned it even mm. before the quarantine. Uh, we usually we get our fireworks from the provinces or other rural areas mm-hmm. and then smuggle it into the city. But this but this year's that's been pretty tough to do. So mm. yeah. No fireworks here. How about you Dan? Well um our holiday celebrations are kind of same. Um it's just that this year isn't as loud as the years before, which is good for uh Nipit. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> 
uh, just get dragons with and um good for the air quality and yes ooh. maybe good for mm-hmm. air quality and um i guess the most notable thing that i did for preparations this year is that uh i kind of wore myself out looking for holiday hab oh <laughs> well, it's wow. not that interesting but that's the only interesting thing that happened i guess we didn't have much time you know Mm-mm. go shopping and uh, my dad can't go out so uh and um since i'm still in the process of um treating peanut my dog uh oh, there's a lot yeah. of going back and forth and you know buying stuff and the last thing that i did was actually buy ingredients for media not say it was a ride but I, I got what i needed but i guess that's the only story i have for new year's but um mm. pretty pretty nicely like compared to christmas because since we lost my mom, we lost my mom in 2018. Mm. It's the past few years have been really, you know, gloomy. But now it's kind of different. It's kind of like I think back to normal, in a way. Oh. I mean, I'll take normal any kind of day. I'll take boring <laughs> any kind of day. Yeah, it is. It is a privilege to live a boring life. So, <laughs> so that's good. Mm. That's true. 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 Agree. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how about you, Rina? Uh, oh, we find, we kind of celebrated two uh, events that day because that was 20, December 31st was my father's 60th. Yeah. So, oh. oh, wow. <laughs> Delayed so, yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. So we, I think we celebrated that more than the New Year's. <laughs> kind of blended the whole two years just kind of feels mm. the same. Anyway, we went to, we did something new. Uh, for the first time, we did celebrate it at home. We, oh, we had kind of had a staycation up in the mountains with yeah. my, with my uncle's family. So that was really wow. nice. That was really nice. So at, at mm. least we got to breathe fresher air and ate good food and just enjoyed the night sky. So it was pretty, pretty good, pretty nice way to start the year. Yeah, it's like so cool, man. I saw yeah. your story. Yeah. You have so, so you have like it's too fancy and everyone has charcuterie. Who's uh, that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just it was just a uh, small it, uh, small food. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was like so nice. It was like wow. <laughs> that was fancy. I, I, I like the I think I like the thing I like the best there that time is I met my cousin's dog, just like, Aww. I know, with like Booger. So. No, what? Yeah. Booger follows it's me on Instagram same, now. Same what? Breed. Really? They're of the same breed. And then, same energy. Same, same energy. energy, yeah. <laughs> same energy. And he was scared of, I know, he was scared of the fireworks. So he was so Aww. precious. Do you, like, do you like dogs now, Rina? Because I remember before we used to. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I was really scared of dogs until I think the office. Even cats, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't have general likeness. Oh. I think it's because you had so much exposure in the past. I had so much you, exposure when you came to hashtag. Yeah, and then when I went to Singapore, which, yeah, yeah, they really had lots of pets there, and it helps that the dogs are mm. cute and friendly so uh, mm. that's something i am thankful for hashtag for for <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> Instilling your love of pets. Yeah. yeah, I miss I miss Booger Tuloy. Yeah. Booger is so Frenchy, Frenchy, right? Yeah, French he's a yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. gotten a lot bigger, actually. Oh, oh he has an Instagram. I, saw, I yeah, yeah, he has an Instagram. Me. He even has like he even has um business cards. I remember. Yeah. Diba? <laughs> yeah. It was posted somewhere. I saw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I owner. have one in my wallet. Oh. Flag. And then I, I also I also saw I, I also noticed that he's been getting on um, like sh- uh as in legit photo shoots. If you oh. check his Instagram, oh, yeah. like he's he's been modeling. He has sponsorships oh, now. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What side you had though? Um, uh it's uh Booger the cute Frenchie. Oh <laughs> that's my biggest oh, no. <laughs> that's my biggest achievement in 2020. It's like what? Followed by Booger. <laughs> Oh my god, here Okay, so for those who don't know, because we might forget we have <laughs> listeners. Oh yeah, sorry. So <laughs> for is... those who don't know, Booger is like this cute um Frenchie who yeah. lives um a couple it's of doors away office. from our office or uh office unit in BDC. And then oh. he would always visit us. Yeah. <laughs> he would knock on our doors from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> and but, he would yeah. join in the elevator. Yeah, he would join us in the elevator. He's very playful, very friendly dog. Booger, always if you're full listening, of energy. <laughs> <Booger>. <laughs> always jumping, always <laughs> running. Yeah. Always uh, unpredictable. Yeah. Uh, I, I followed him. How about you, Mitch? How was your new year? My new year, I think. I think this was my chillest New Year so far. Yes. I was very because before I used to like dress up, like fix myself, then put on some makeup. But this time I didn't even bother to like do all of those things. Maybe I think it's also because I was cooking and like baking for most of the day that I I got so exhausted. And then given that I'm naturally, like, I'm an introvert, so I'd rather prefer a very chill ambience or, like, a very chill environment. So, like, I didn't even bother to do all those things. And then given the um, firework and firecracker ban, there weren't any noise at all. So it was peaceful. And mm-hmm. I like, surprisingly, I like this better. I, I prefer having that kind of celebration. I'm such a... I'm such a killjoy. Like, my family would, whenever we, we have these types of celebration, my family would always tell me, like, you're such a killjoy talaga. Pero, I think at this point, they've already accepted it. And then, like, I immediately, like, after washing up and after cooking, I immediately, like, got into my PJs, my pajamas, and then I just spent, like, a good 30 minutes socializing with my family downstairs. And then after that, I went back to my room now. And then I just had a glass of wine. <laughs> And then I watched Ariana Grande show on Netflix. And then, yeah. Then after that, I think by like 2 a.m., I was already getting ready to sleep. So it was kind of, it was really peaceful and serene and like my kind of new year. I mean, some people might not, might not like it. Like I know, I know some people who always like tell me now, Oh, you go, you go and celebrate naman or those kinds of things. But then, I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's my, I, I wish though that, you know, that kind of celebration isn't like brought about by the COVID situation. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard. Like I was, I was really happy. I was 
really satisfied. Like at one point, I was telling my mom how how I really like that kind of New Year's Eve, and then I even asked her, "Na, like, can we have that kind of New Year's Eve celebration again next year?" Like next year, because I really loved yeah. it. But then she was like, "Why are you so happy? It was because of this COVID that we had that kind of <laughs> celebration. And why why are you why are you <laughs> joyful about it?" I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> But yeah. It's not about COVID. <laughs> but there's yeah. no pressure to do anything big, you know. I guess that's yeah. also what I liked about it. Mm. Like, nothing extravagant in it. Yeah, I think... you're thriving in this environment. Yeah. I think also this new year was kind of... Because 2020 was really, really chaotic. I think I'm not the only person who treated the new year as like something very reflective like instead of celebratory if mm-hmm. it makes sense <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was more in the reflection and just like more in the being hopeful for the next year but yeah it was very peaceful calmness no mm, yeah it's more calm i i li- i loved it okay it's really cold yeah it was really cold, cold as well not gonna lie true, i do true. miss the fireworks but you know, as I as I got old, when I was young, I really did love the fireworks. I loved buying fireworks and love um, setting fireworks off. But as I got older, I just didn't care much for it and just got <laughs> tired of it. <laughs> so I'm not, now I'm just like a grumpy um, shut in whenever mm-hmm. fireworks start. It's too stressful now. So yeah. this year was great. Yeah, one of the reasons also why I really love this recent New Year was because I really hate firecrackers. I hate the noise. Talaga. Oh, <laughs> like the particular New Year New Year noise, I don't uh-huh. like it at all. I like, used to love firecrackers. Especially those, I uh, know, like the the ones that are, I'm not sure, like the illegal ones. Illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't like, like those. Yeah. Oh, the really loud ones. Yeah, the really loud ones. The ones with the the ones with the great yeah, the ones with the the great. Judas Bell. Yeah, and other names that I can't really say. Goodbye universe. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, other, there are other fireworks. names that cannot be named on a podcast, I think. <laughs> Better be safe. Cinturon and Judas. Yeah. Cinturon and Judas Bell. I hated that. I hated that so much. <laughs> so loud. Like, it makes me so anxious. Like, every right. time. Yeah. I don't yeah. even like sparklers. <laughs> I don't know sparklers. Mean. Sparklers I can deal with. But, like, in general... If if they look pretty, like if they're visual, then okay, I can deal with that. But if they're just plain noisy and mm-hmm. <laughs> why? Also, there's this um um what kind of um, noise making thing that Filipinos mm-hmm. have on New Year. It's called you know boga. Oh, ah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have one of those as a kid. Those are so that. loud. Those yeah. are so loud and it's annoying. It sounds like <laughs> it's, it's so close. Oh my so. Goodness, I don't... Uh, a gunshot. I no, I mean, uh, uh, close to that, but it's so loud, so unnerving. I remember, I remember when that those things were popular. Like me and my friends all had one, and we were like a squad rolling, <laughs> walking down the street with all our bogus. <laughs> starting from, we would buy alcohol, alcohol gas, 
starting yeah. November and we would stock it up. So oh we would have goodness. a supply from November to January. Wow, you would have been my Those are too dangerous, no? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess it's good to look back at those kind of New Year celebrations. Because I feel like this isn't going to be the first time that we're going to be celebrating New Year's Eve like this. <laughs> Given oh. how chaotic 2021 is in like its first month. Already. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. Actually, that that's not our topic. For, <laughs> that was kind of like just the introduction for this episode. We're actually wow. talking about, I forgot the topic. Oh, it's about the shift of cinema to online streaming. Actually, we were supposed to talk about our favorite or like recommendations with film or TV shows. But given that most of our 2020 was spent on lockdown and cinemas were mm-hmm. closed, closed. So everybody shifted. Even like the uh, the recent Metro Manila Film Festival. Yep. It was held online, right? Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. So yeah, so there's this obvious shift from cinema to online streaming, and I think this is gonna be like part of the new normal moving forward. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think about that? For one, I miss the movie houses. I miss. Yep. Oh cinema. yeah. You mean, you mean the ambience and the feeling of going to the cinema with like people mm. or even even just by yourself it's just it's just way more different from watching a series at home even with nice headphones even with nice speakers you can have like a big TV but it's not like going to be like a 20 or like 30 foot tall screen like in the mm. cinemas just the ambience or the, just the feel of being in a theater it's pretty great, or it's pretty. It's pretty worth the price of the tickets, even if it is expensive. It if it if it has gotten expensive, which is like the number one reason I think people say they don't like the cinemas anymore because the tickets are expensive and they just rather watch movies at home. But I say if it's a really good movie or it's like a movie you really want to see at least experience it in a cinema once before you watch it at home. Mm. Also from the producer side or filmmaker side, there are Mm. really some content that's made for cinema. And Mm -hmm. that's what we don't enjoy anymore Mm. since, or don't enjoy in terms of streaming because there's a lot that gets lost. That gets lost. Because they're really Mm. content uh, that would be more appropriate in cinema setting, and that would also not sure if that would pose as a threat to the industry. But there will be right. there will be of course changes in order to adjust mm-hmm. to the streaming um, habits and behaviors. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not sure, but the movies that were supposed to produce uh, to come out this year, like. For example, Mulan, right? That was ah, right. pretty controversial aside from the pol- <laughs> politics behind it. But like, that production was big and mm-hmm. it was geared to be something globally like big or popular. But then, oh, globally viewed? Yeah, and it was very, it was hype a long time oh, ago. Yeah. But yeah. then uh, politics happened and then the pandemic happened and Disney was forced to. Um, postpone it until they decided to just uh, release it through Disney Disney Plus, which is a way yeah. in a way 
an advantage for them to sell their streaming service, which is mm-hmm. starting to compete with Netflix. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it also lost its momentum mm-hmm. as a film or, or the general fanfare that comes with a movie release. And there's a lot oh, of films right. that have suffered that has suffered this year also, like Tenet, Tenet mm-hmm. by um, Christopher yeah, Nolan. Because yeah. Nolan is really known, ah. really known mm-hmm. to cater his films to like cinema, like cinema, yeah. cinema with yes. uh, yeah, like, like the cinema experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's like, I, I never heard a lot of troubles that came with it also. Like he was so specific about, yeah. uh, he was, he didn't want it to be streamed at first, but then, uh, yeah, producers, pressures, and all that, and then there's also the Wonder Woman, 1984, which they had mm. to postpone, but then was still released through streaming. So a lot of films suffered, and mm-hmm. and I could understand the perspective of mm. the filmmaker also and the producers, because mm-hmm. it's like before when I was in film. There's a, I'll just share an anecdote because yeah, go ahead, like. The director I wish to work with, he asked, he asked, or like he shared something like, why, why do film people stay in film even mm. though it's very difficult? Mm. Like the rewards is so little compared to the hard work put in. But he said that one of the things he liked the most was, uh, like there were two things he liked the most. Like one is working with people, so mm-hmm. that alone is already um, threatened in pandemic mm-hmm. and the second yeah. is reception like when you watch it with a lot of people in the big screen and then mm-hmm. you hear and you feel how the uh, audience react to what you've made so mm-hmm. that is tough that is completely lost in mm-hmm. the streaming um, new normal so yeah a lot of people who are in film like really thrive in that, I don't know, feeling of being with and for the people, mm-hmm. for the screen. So that is one of the disadvantages of switching to streaming. But then that opens a lot of doors also to a new medium. And mm-hmm. I've read an article that says that maybe streaming will be the death of cinema. But then cinema has been around since it starts and it's always been changing mm-hmm. so I'm still hopeful that it would not die <laughs> yeah. but it will just expand yeah yeah I don't know what they said about uh, print media and people are still looking for things to hold in their hands so I think with I think with cinema it's not really like it's not gonna be obsolete. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna go away. It's gonna be like paintings. It's um, like cinema is like a medium for art. So it's not gonna go away. It's it'll still be around. Maybe like sadly, maybe people will. Uh, people in this industry will get um, will get affected negatively by the um, you know the effects of the the pandemic. But it will still bounce back. 
it might be a struggle at first, but eventually they'll find ways to adapt um, mm-hmm. into digital. Because I think mm-hmm. it's because like out in the open now, like digital is really the future of everything. So I think even without the pandemic, they've already seen that. But mm-hmm. I think it's just like a matter of they were kind of forced to adapt to it quickly yeah. because of the COVID situation. I think yeah. it's a matter of marketing. Like, you know, like we're all used to cinemas. I think we just need some other person to come in and shift people's focus, uh, shift people's mindsets about cinema in a whole new way. Maybe they'll come up with a new gimmick that'll save cinemas like 3D or maybe they'll bring back 3D. Maybe James Cameron's Cameron's Avatar 2 <laughs> usher in that new mm. experience. But like Rina said, like these experiences, the, the way directors um, film these things, they really are intended to be seen and experienced in a cinema. So how, what was the last movie you watched, you guys? Uh, what was the last movie? In cinemas? Uh, or cinemas and like recent? Mm. Cinemas first. The last thing I remember was the Avengers movie. Yeah, I think that was also mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? That was like 20, 2019. Yeah, yeah, I think I didn't watch any movies yeah. in the cinema. Last twenty twenty. I think twenty twenty was after the Avengers movie. There was like, um, for me, like, um, uh, I had just you know movie fatigue. Mm. Actually, twenty nineteen had some very good films. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the roster of films. Mm-mm. Remember, that's when Parasite came out. All oh, right. Oh. oh my gosh. Yeah, but do you guys know I haven't watched Parasite yet? Why? I admit, <laughs> okay. I've been okay. I've been meaning to for the longest time. Mitch, but then Mitch, do you have a do you have a cup with you? I just wanted to lift my cup up and say cheers with you because I haven't watched it as well. <laughs> I really? Oh, that's that's a trip. Okay, it's okay. That means <laughs> you have yet to watch some. Yeah, so good. yeah, well, I, think, I have I been avoiding. That's, yeah, that's it's also because of that because I know like it's a very very good movie, so I'm kind of saving it yeah. for. Like yeah, yeah, day. that's it. Yeah, I've been uh, actually. I've been. Uh, I've also been avoiding spoilers for it. I've. I have. Yeah. Although I think it. I, I was spoiled for so many times that I think at this point I kind of know the story already. But I think I'm still. I want to watch. I didn't watch Parasite, but because uh, I wanted to watch Snowpiercer first, the uh, mm. the, uh and then I watched it yeah, uh, on Netflix. Yeah, I mm. loved it. Oh my goodness, such a good movie. But I haven't watched this series. Reference. Mm. Yeah, I haven't watched the series also. Me did. But uh, I recently watched Memories of Murder. I mean, I've been putting that up for a oh, while. Really? Yeah, right? What, what, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> Memories of Murder yeah, is I by Mogulimo, ah. the same director as Paris said. Right. Ah. Yeah, I remember. It's so interesting because the story is about a real-life um, mm. murderer in yeah. Korea. Oh? It hasn't been found at all and then this last year mm. he was found <laughs> and he was what? like 2020 2020 and the murder was like what i was just waiting for you guys to find me oh my god yeah. it's very bad he confessed yeah. right? he confessed yeah well I, I, it's not a spoiler but well kind of mm. but, yeah. <laughs> okay 
It's like, yeah. why did I put this, put this up for so long? And it also stars the same um, lead in mm. Parasite. In Parasite. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah back to... <laughs> to the okay, question. back to the question. Okay, so I'll go. Uh, the last movie I saw uh, on the big screen was Knives Out. Oh my oh, god! Wow. I haven't yeah, seen like, that either. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yes, I watched okay. that. Oh my god! Watch it. I, I love <laughs> I love that movie so much. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Like, uh, that's like uh, that year is so good for films. It's um, that's, have you seen Ready or Not? It's it's a great horror comedy mm. film. Oh. Uh, and then, well, I love Joker. <laughs> and um, mm. yeah, the last one is uh, Knives Out. And oh yeah, like, I did see Joker. I think we went around um, Makati looking for cinemas that shows Joker. Oh, I, um, knives out. Knives out. Uh, yeah, and, it's, and after that, it's like, what? What did we just? What we did we just see? It's, it's amazing. I keep watching it over and over. And um, <laughs> yeah, for in terms of um, streaming, it's not very new, but it's from 2019 as well. I recently watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And Ooh. oh my god, I love that. Ooh. Right. I'm planning to watch that. Also, done. <laughs> what? What? Portrait of a lady of. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm fantastic. <laughs> it's, like, it's so good, and um, it reminds me of. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> gonna plug Taylor's new song. Uh, it's <laughs> Ivy. If you listen to Ivy. Ah. Okay. Yeah, but I watched it and then I listened to it and it's like, oh, oh, Port- Portrait and Parasite are in the same year, no? Yeah. They're like the same year. They were nominated as foreign, quotation mark, foreign best films in 2019. So that could say a lot. Anyway, so for me, the last movie I watched was Cinema was Little Women. Oh, I love that. Oh, oh my gosh. It's gonna be one year, almost one year now. Oh my god. Right? Really? Yeah. Hi. That's Hi. And then the last thing I watched streaming legally was Fangirl. <laughs> it's Fangirl. Mm. So, for mm-hmm. everyone listening to Fangirl mm-hmm. is a Filipino movie. That's part of a uh, Filipino oh, wow. film festival. So the whole festival was done online. So mm-hmm. audience would buy a ticket and could watch the movie through a ration of time, oh, like how- a week or so. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was it was an experience. And the movie was well. I loved it. I loved it. How it's easy was not, it to buy? Uh, you just buy online. Oh, okay. Just okay. actually, they have they even have tickets on Shopee before and Lazada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have they have like a variety of options. I watched through Globe. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I totally yeah. missed that. Sorry. It's, yeah, yeah, Jim. Uh, it's really if you're not familiar with, or if you're familiar with Filipino movies, Fangirl is a different. <laughs> Different one than the usual. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think, I think from the get go, it was weird to be for international consumption, mm. like mm. for for film fests abroad. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that could maybe clue you into the yeah. content. It ha- it has. Oh. But okay. it was pretty much. Uh, great, considering. 
and as standalone as it is, like if you don't compare it to Philippine movie, it's still, uh, it's still really good yeah. on its own. Yeah, Charlie's it so is good. good. Charlie, the girl, Charlie. no, the last what I watched, yeah, yeah Charlie, Charlie Dillon. Jake's twenty four, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's she my. She's look she looks seventeen. And the last what I watched though, <laughs> it's the movie is called Minari. It's mm. it's touted as the next. Film Fest Darling. Ah, I saw it on your letterbox. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, hello. So, so, Minari is an American film about Korean immigrants in America. So, okay. it's, it's picking up a lot of traction from film circuits and it's being like, I don't know how to say it, but especially because it's in Korean language. So, maybe mm. it's it could win mm-hmm. a major award following Parasite. But then there's an issue also about it because some film festival are considering it as foreign film only mm-hmm. because it has Korean as its language. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that it's mainly uh, American film in name mm-hmm. and production and even in story. So there is that. Okay. I did remember um, seeing a trailer for this. Good for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only thing. Mitch, how about you? Um, the last film that I saw uh, through cinemas, uh, Avengers, super, super long ago. Um, mm-hmm. And, well, you all know how that went. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, but the last uh, film that I watched online was Fangirl as well. And then, I think before that, because... Rina has already told about Fangirl. I'm currently mm-hmm. browsing through my letterbox. I watched yeah, um letterbox. Yeah. I watched um The Trial of the Chicago Seven on Netflix. Yep. Um it's directed by uh what's his name? Ah, uh, Aaron Sorkin, yeah, Sorkin. I loved it so much. I wasn't really expecting anything from the film. I was just really interested because Eddie Redmayne and Sacha Baron Cohen and mm-hmm. Joseph Gordon. But I wasn't really expecting anything. But then it turned out to be a really, really good movie. Um, oh, also uh, The Devil All the Time with oh. Tom Holland. Mm. Yeah, actually, I don't, I I'm not really... No, it's, it's a movie. Um, I don't want to talk uh, more <laughs> about the films that I watched because I have a tendency to like spoil so that's a challenge, then, right? Yeah, it, I, I'm. I'm. Stru- How to recommend I, it's movies? It's a struggle for me. Yeah, it's a struggle for me. Like every time I would recommend something, like I, I have that tendency to. Yeah, you have to get people hyped about it, but you can't tell them about the plot. Mm, so I'm just gonna say, <laughs> go watch it. It has my <laughs> approval. If that makes. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Has yeah. anything? <laughs> if you know Mitch and you know you like her tastes. Go watch it. Lol. <laughs> but yeah. And also, I'm more of a, like, I'm more of a series person. So I don't, mm. I, I rarely watch films unless, like, people recommend it to me and people tell me, like, it's really, really good. You should watch it. Then I'll go watch it. But mm-hmm. most of the time, I just, I just watch um, series. And so, yeah. I think that also leads me to my recommendations. <laughs> Go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah, I'm recommending those two. The Devil All the Time and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Trial of Chicago 7 is very relevant mm. today. It is. Yeah, especially, yeah. 
if you haven't watched yeah. the film and you're very much updated with global well, news, yeah. then watch The Trial of the Chicago 7. Okay, we'll try those. And also, we've been mentioning Letterboxd a lot. Mm. So, to those who don't know, Letterboxd is like uh, Twitter slash Instagram, but for films. So, it's a social media uh, site where you can log in your film film reviews and just Mm-mm. everything Tim. Yeah. Oh, so, and things you watched and create a list. Watch, yeah, and then yeah, and oh, then okay. you can check uh, lists also, which is one thing I like about uh, the site. You yeah. can leave yeah. reviews. It's like a then, good read board. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay, that's that's a that paints a good picture. Okay. You should we'll check it out. Yeah. Like a lot it's of really filmmakers cool. also like check. You it heard out. it here, folks. Lairbox, check it out. We're not sponsored, but it's pretty oh, good. Have you guys seen um, Death <laughs> to 2020? Yep. Oh, I have not, but heard of it. Yep. I, I guess it's kind, of what you, it's kind of what you would expect, but mm. I guess with laughter, you have different standards. Um, it is funny, though. <laughs> writing, <laughs> it is funny. Know, writing 100%, yeah. But, well, I guess uh, I... I guess it's pretty good. It's uh, it's just you know when Black Mirror you you would expect to be wild, but with everything that happened last year, yeah, for top twenty, right? Yeah, I felt the same as well. I was I was I was laughing like it was really really funny, but like at the back of my mind, I'd often think like, I can't believe that people can still put some humor into everything that happened in twenty twenty. <laughs> But yeah, it was, oh. my goodness, what a mess. Yeah, it's, it's a recap of everything. Like, yeah. super accurate. It, yeah, it's just out basically, already. yeah, it's out. It's yeah. out already. It's been out since last December. Week. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's part yeah, of I, I, Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Netflix, it's like a different, um, it's a, yeah, it's like, like a film of itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, okay, 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 okay. So there it's, is a saying. It's just really, uh, it's star-studded. Yeah, it's it really star-studded. It's just really like a, a summary of 2020. Even the memes that came with it. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's good. very, very funny. What are you guys planning to watch? Mm. I'm planning to watch uh, <laughs> Soul, the Pixar <laughs> film. Oh, I, I don't so, have it's you seen it. <laughs> yeah, I have. I oh, have, yeah. I have. It's, it's really good. And I think, Mitch, you'll go through mm. it. <laughs> You'll be going oh, through it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. It's of Netflix inside out, but like very, very targeted to adults. <laughs> or like to us <laughs> going through, to us going through like this okay. uh, quarter life. Quarter, yeah. Oh, it's very relevant for us. Okay. Yeah. How about yeah, you? You'll watch like um, movies or TV? Mm. Movies. 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 I don't have a lot Le- on movies lately, but I guess I would just recommend <laughs> Metro Manila. Have you seen Metro Manila on Netflix? Is this a yes. Brillante Mendoza? Yeah, I, yeah. I think Metro Manila. Uh, uh, this, uh, oh, Sean Ellis? I Sean yeah, but the one on Netflix, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it in the beginning, but sort of nice by the end. So I guess um Donna Celia made mm. the film. Yeah. But there's a like 
sorry. Planning to watch I because I'll take your recommendations. But oh, sorry, uh, sorry. um I guess in terms of TV, I, I have well I'm looking forward to the Emmys, but um TV I just have a lot of anime <laughs> on my list. Mm. But uh, yeah. Also um I'm, I would recommend Fruits Basket. It's like a warm hug. Mm. Yeah. That's my review of it. It's a warm hug. <laughs> it is a warm it's hug. A and it's like That's a great description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why, why am I crying? Why am I crying? Why, why oh. wouldn't you want a warm hug right now, right? Go watch <laughs> yeah, it. From the people I like. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's a great way to recommend a, uh, a series to someone. Uh, yeah, but I don't have like a gleaming recommendation right now. There's a film, but yeah, I guess that's it for me. Right now, I was thinking back to 2020 and um, asking myself why I haven't been watching a lot of movies and I just realized that I've been spending a lot of time on YouTube watching um, just random random stuff all the time. So Uh. that's pretty much something I'd like to talk about someday. You know, like there's a lot of been, there's been a lot of good online content from creators as well as mainstream media, but that's oh, right, right, right. Mm. So many people are creating channels, even celebrities. Yeah, yeah. yeah, would you, yeah okay. Yeah. Actually, we can talk about that. Twenty twenty. I've been yeah. So twenty twenty. That's what I've been absorbed in. Um, the last movie I streamed was like I think. Do you um what was that movie? Um, Event Horizon, I think. That's the last thing I remember. Mm. The last sci-fi film movie. that you watched? Yeah, yeah. The last film I watched recently. It's an old uh, science fiction film. And then the last series or series I watched was The Grand Tour from Amazon. Mm. Don't ask me. Yeah. Okay. It's a car show, so. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. really uh, written stuff. Oh, I just thought of this just now. Mm-hmm. Since we also have listeners in Singapore, of course. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you, do you guys want to recommend... This is so random, huh? Do you guys want to recommend like good Filipino films for them to watch? Oh, I have. Uh, okay. um, I'm recommending... It's in a, it's, I'm not sure if it's in Netflix, Singapore, but it's called Jesus is Dead in English. But I don't Yes. Oh my oh, god, okay. that one. Oh my gosh, yes. It's, watch it, watch it, guys. It's a, a Cebuano uh, film. One of the first, I guess, I think. Mm. Or first, well, may, it got mainstream. But it's really, uh, it's really funny. And it showcases the uh, humor of the region so well. Mm. And it's different from uh, the slapstick comedy that mainstream Filipino movies are known for. So mm. it also it also paints a rather uh, or a better portrayal of the region and its idiosyncrasy. So guys watch it. Jesus is dead. Okay. It's a dead pan dark dark <laughs> dark comedy movie. But uh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> okay, we'll add that to my list as well. I'd like to recommend um, Ordinary People. Oh, Familiar. Familiar. Oh my Ordinary. God. Ordinary. Uh, I think 
yeah, I, it's also on the Arjun. I'm not sure it's in Netflix Singapore, but if you have the if you if you have access to it, I'd like to recommend. It's a really really good film as well. It's like about this um, teenage couple, and they barely make a living um, as like pickpockets. And then they have this baby. Then eventually the baby got kidnapped. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stop at that because I have the spoiler tendency. But yeah, it's, it's gonna. How do I say this? Um, it's gonna show you like the other part of like the Philippine society. And <laughs> I don't want to say more. Okay, I'm just gonna <laughs> stop at that. Um, watch ordinary people. How about the others? Um. Well, for me, uh. uh this has been like a favorite for years and I'm so glad that it made Netflix finally. It's called Guacao. You know oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, okay. it, it kinda <laughs> broke my heart. What <laughs> I I actually mm. never watched this again. I never saw this again. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so cool, yeah. I was about this um, this old man. Oh, yeah, it's just waiting, you know, to die. And um he uh, had a he had this um relationship with this way doll and uh, okay there's a twist in it but uh, I mean there is there is but um it's it's a good film it's a really really good film it's one of my favorites also I'm not sure if it's on Netflix Singapore but watch back oh, I like it I love it so much yeah. well. I don't have really. I haven't watched enough movies yet to have a good re- uh, recommendation at this point. But let me ask you guys, uh, any Singaporean um, listeners, if you have rec- Singaporean movies for us. Um, so yeah. if you have recommendations for us, just let us know in the comments as yep. well, and I we'll guess... try to re- um, watch them. Yeah. I, the reason why I asked you guys about that is because, well, me personally, I've been, I've just been exposed to like Korean entertainment, of course, mm-hmm. with K-pop oh. and eventually K-drama and Korean movies and seeing how like at this point they've reached like so many countries, yeah. Yeah. so many good movies from Korea. I wish the same for the Philippines as well because uh. we, we also have the same quality movies and so many good films. You have so, a lot to offer. Exactly. Yeah, and like we have so much potential and I think stuff. with the right like marketing and right amount like right exposure mm-hmm. and the right give it the right opportunities like we could also do the same. The so, great yeah. thing about Koreans is like oh uh, the Korean movies or like the Korean media is like they're 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 blazing the trail. Like they're making it easier for I think it's gonna be good for all of us, like for the Philippines and other regions. That these types of Asian movies are gaining mainstream because it's I think it'll lead one day to more Asian team or more Asian made movies to be seen by others. Asia represents yeah. Yeah, I think but yeah, representation. I think the success also of the Korean wave or the Hali is that mm. it's government heavily government aided. Ah, like, okay. Is, it, is that like, so? Yeah, like the whole K-pop, K-drama content that we are getting is probably thanks to a law in early 2000s really? or late 90s that really 
focused on soft 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 import exports or soft mm-hmm. export of their <laughs> culture so that's why oh. we have so yeah yeah they they like the government really um help the industry a lot like a lot of like small things like there's no tax oh it makes it easier for them to create it makes it easier to create yeah okay. and to I didn't know that market also in to market also to like subsidies and stuff yeah that's why we the highway really paid off oh uh-huh, so yeah really the part, influence it's really part of it's really a law there it's really built yeah, by have, their government yeah. also yeah. so I know in a way that it's, could be a blueprint or uh-huh. a framework yeah. for how we can also achieve that because honestly the industry is also it's really working yeah. hard for it mm. it's just that the circumstances mm. yeah and it's an industry it's gonna bring in a lot of money <laughs> I think we have to wrap things now because it's two minutes till 12 noon. <laughs> um, oh, okay. That was a good one. I enjoyed the conversation. It's been a while because since our last podcast recording. So and then we've been so busy with tasks the last week with hashtag and work and all. So yeah, it's been good catching up with you guys. Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you on the next. Oh, that was okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.